Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp, and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives. In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted. We also share professional experience we see in the field every day. So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place. Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast. Trip. <laughs> hey, Trip. Um, <laughs> hey, Lene. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Okay. How does the moon cut its hair that we never knew it had, but it has a face, so it must have hair. How does the moon cut its hair? Don't think too hard. Just so you don't know. Uh, I don't know. Eclipse it. <laughs> See, you would have never gotten that. Nope. Um, okay, so Heaton Huckleberry, our 14-year-old youngest witty, sardonic son uh, is away on his eighth grade field trip. It's the first time he's been away for five days and they wouldn't let parents go and I missed the parent meeting. So I wasn't really sure where he was going. And I had this great idea, um, this great idea to track him. So I bought Apple air tags and I stuck one on his duffel and I stuck one on his backpack and he was like, do you want to put one under my skin? And I was like, well, if I could figure out how to do that, I totally would. But I don't, I, like, I'd have to, like, I don't think that's possible. So anyway, that did not happen. But, um, so he left. You didn't at, say I'll let dad figure it out. <laughs> no, I should have. I was, well, <laughs> you were away dealing with your stolen truck. Oh, right. But um, we had to, ha I had to, we, I had to have him at the school at 4.30 in the morning because the bus was going to leave promptly at 5. So they started loading at 4.30. Two huge buses, all the 8th grade girls on one bus, all the 8th grade boys on the other bus. And I was afraid that if I went to sleep, I would miss it because, you know, it's kind of a commute for us to get to that school. Um, so I stayed up from 6 a.m. until... Well, gosh, probably 7 a.m. So that I made sure not to miss his bus. And he was going to stay up. He didn't make it. So I went up there to go wake him up. And I was like, Hayden, Hayden, I thought you were going to stay up. Well, that didn't happen, did it? So anyway, so he's been away all week. And I've been tracking his um, Apple AirTag. So I know where his duffel bag is. But that kid took the one off his backpack. And so it's in the, I found it in the car today. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, sneaky, sneaky. Um, so anyway, he comes back late tomorrow night. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. So, you know, I didn't want to tell the other moms. I didn't want to tell anybody that I did that. Cause I, I thought maybe that was a little too helicoptery, too stalkerish. Um, but I, I did break down and tell a mom cause she was freaking out. And I was like, well, here, here's a picture of where they are. I'm tracking them on the, on the, um, 
Apple Find My Phone app. And then here's where they landed. Here's the address of the camp. And you can Google Earth it. And that'll make you feel better. <laughs> That's the kind of mom I am. So anyway, I thought I'd just share that story. I'm, I'm excited for him to come home. And I'm worried that he's going to come home a man. <laughs> he left a boy. He's going to come home a man. I don't know. You're looking at me weird. Okay. Anyway, we have a guest. Let's get to the guest. I'm sure the guest is not appreciative of my story here. Um, and this is a pretty, um, he's got a pretty important message. Um, this is, we're going to be talking to Dr. Edwin Lee. He is an endocrinologist, author, and international speaker. He founded the Institute for Hormonal Balance in Orlando, Florida in 2008 He's board certified in internal medicine, endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism, and has completed special training in regenerative and functional medicine. He is a graduate of the Medical College of Pennsylvania, finished his two fellowships, critical care and endocrinology, at the University of Pittsburgh. He is the author of many books, and the latest one is The Fountain of Youth with Peptides. Dr. Lee is the lead investigator for an IRB, that's that's um, short for International Review Board, Tracy in Wisconsin, uh, for an IRB-approved senolytic study investigating the role of, can you say that word, desatinib, desatinib? Uh, desatinib. Desatinib and curacetin. Curacetin. Curacetin, thank you. On the changes of the immune system, reducing biological aging, and possibly reduction of senescence, he recently published the first human trial of using BPC-157 peptide injected into the knee joint for knee pain. Currently, he is the assistant professor of internal medicine at the University of Central Florida College of Medicine. He is a co-founder of Clinical Peptide Society and also stated a non-for-profit organization or started my bad started a non-for-profit organization called savepeptides.org to save peptides from the FDA. His passion is healthy living and he practices what he preaches. He has completed an Ironman triathlon, has done a personal record of four hours, 30 minutes and a 100 mile century ride. He enjoys participating in ping pong, snowboarding, hiking, snorkeling, cycling, and swimming. And he resides in Orlando, Florida, and has a wife and two sons that are in college. Welcome, Dr. Lee. All right, Dr. Lee, thank you so much for joining us today. really appreciate you taking time out of your day to share with us your experience and your wisdom Thank you, Linnea. Yeah, sure. so I, I know you and Trip met um, this past weekend at the AMMG uh, CME conference, mm-hmm. and I figure I'm just going to be a fly on the wall for this episode, and and y'all can chit chat. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, Dr. Lee brought up a, a, a an issue that's coming forward that's uh, of concern to all integrative medicine physicians and 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 patients and patients right. too that that um and 
can help promulgate the certain substances that we use, peptide therapies that we use uh, to help our patients and that are being currently being threatened by um, review and... Uh, what kind of review? Well, review and then... Uh, review by who? By the FDA and uh, and their threatening to be taken off the market and and their our ability to acquire them through reliable resources such as uh, um, pharmacies that will actually do uh, do prescriptions specifically for our patients so compounding pharmacies so and dr. Lee is um, has been uh, helping physicians learn for years now uh, about peptides and their benefits and all the great things they do. And they've certainly helped my patients over the years since uh, I received his training. So I'd love to get his opinion on what's going on and, and see what he has to say. So I'm here to um, have a message about saving peptides um, from the FDA. Uh, recently, in the end of September, uh, the FDA put on their uh, website, um, a list of 22 peptides that um, to not um, for for compound pharmacies not to make anymore, and it's going to be detrimental to a lot of our patients that are getting continual care with these peptides, and uh, there was, it was not even open to discussion. So there is a um, a, uh, a a petition to sign that uh, hopefully you can share it on your. On your link right here, but you can go to savepeptides.org. There's a QR code there too, so it could be spread, I guess, faster mm-hmm. among social media. But it really comes down to our right to choose your own medical doctor is at a is really um, is on the chopping block because if doctors uh, lose the use of peptides, the next thing may be bioidentical hormones. And that has been on the chopping block many times and uh, nutritional supplements. And if you look at the FDA website, you can see all the list of nutritional supplements they want to take away too. So it's, we have to fight and there is um, kind of update, good news update, potentially good news update is that, um, that if we can save one compound pharmacy, and we're talking about Brooksville Compounding, which is in, near Tampa, Florida, um, they can technically, a compound pharmacy can make all the peptides that is on the FDA 503 list, 503A list, Category 2 and Category 3. And this is the list that came out just recently in September. They can make it. But they cannot um, basically, um, they only can sell it within the state. They cannot basically bring it to your state. Uh, what Louisiana. state are you I forgot. Indiana. So the thing is that if you, the theory is if you can save one state, mm-hmm. other states will follow. But the thing is that um, it depends also on your state laws. And right now in Florida, they are redoing or revamping uh, or modernizing their uh, compound pharmacy laws. So if we can get DeSantis or uh, the, their Surgeon General, which is uh, Dr. James uh, Ladapo, um, to endorse this and make an executive order, it can tighten Florida state uh, laws. And we could 
we can save peptides in Florida. It, it's a possible, it's a possible win. But we need money. We need donations. We need, um, and also on SavePeptides.org, um, uh, there, there, there is a place to donate. So you donate to a non-for-profit organization that I started about three years ago. Uh, so all the money will go to either to um, to United States Pharmacopeia to get the monographs for peptides, also to help with lobbyists and just the whole process of getting peptides um, approved. So if we can save Florida, my vision is that maybe we can save Texas later and then Arizona and then other states can follow. And I was talking to a compound pharmacy in uh, Indiana, and they're very conservative, but they go, if three states get it approved, we can probably get it approved in Indiana. So it, it, it will take momentum. And it's about the news, spreading the news to save peptides. And uh, you know, we need more. We have about almost 5,000 people signing the petition. Uh, we need, you know, 10,000 or more. Um, so uh, the more, the better. And just if you can have all your friends and family and patients to sign the petition and spread the word and also donate. This is really going to help. Certainly. Certainly. So maybe, uh, because some of our, some of our listeners may not be familiar with peptides in that. Um, um, sure. uh, could you give us a, give, give them a little bit of an overview, some, just a smattering of some of their potential and the biological potential to help many disease processes. That would be great. Yeah, so I get this asked all the time, what is a peptide? Uh, and a peptide is just a really small protein. It's made of amino acids. We have 20 amino acids in our body. If you combine these amino acids together, you, you can make a peptide. And if it goes over a certain length, it's a protein. So our body constantly makes um, peptides and also proteins. Um, we, make up, we make approximately 300,000 peptides wow. in our body we understand mm -hmm. a fraction of it uh, we make more peptides than we make proteins uh, in our body and there are peptides to make you look younger there's a peptide called ghk um, copper and i use that on my face all the time uh, it's amazing how it can turn on your collagen production um, they've done studies where you biopsy they biopsy the thigh measure the collagen content, and then put GHK copper on the thigh. And one month later, it improves uh, collagen up That's to That's a 70%. topical application? And it's a natural... Yeah. But they're applying it topically? Yeah, topical application, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, you're going to do it topically. Uh, now, some integrative uh, functional medicine doctors use it a little more aggressively. You can use it uh, subcutaneously, and this is the one they're banning. Oh, that's the one we use. But uh, you're... Yeah, I, it, it does it, outer beauty, inner beauty, and uh, I, I love both products. But uh, for cancer management, um, this is something that it can turn off cancer genes. So it's something that uh, it's um, the FDA questions about the safety of it. But it's um, anyway. It, it, there's these all these other peptides that. Um, can really help. So you you guys yeah. use GHK and another favorite anti-inflammatory uh, properties and its uh, immune stimulant properties yeah. too. I, I think those are really important. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
And there are there are peptides that help uh, with healing, and um, there, there's a peptide that probably you guys use a lot, BPC one five seven, BPC one five seven, body protection compound one five seven, and uh, I've I've actually was able to publish the first human clinical trial wow. on BPC one five seven in meat. Um, so BPC one five seven has tons of animal data. Unfortunately, not much in human data. And I'm trying to publish another paper through a doctor friend of mine, um, and uh, hopefully we can we can get this done quickly. Uh, but BPC one five seven is remarkable. It's it's found in our it's our gastric um, fluid, and we naturally make it, and it can. It's a signaling molecule to reduce inflammation, and it can help micro tear. So, if you tore your ankle or you like twisted your ankle, your ankle's like so swollen and angry, you can inject BPC one five seven around it, and a lot of people get so much faster recovery. Um, so it, it's amazing. Like I've, I've, I have had BPC one five seven injected in me many times because I'm an athlete. And I've pulled, I've pulled my hamstring many times. I've uh, recently have a labrum tear in my in my uh, in my shoulder. So um, anyway, uh, peptides are amazing in terms of recovery. Um, so I can go on and on and on with all these different peptides. So but, what's uh, the? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. We have a, an extensive menu of the ones that we use. But what do you think is the motivation behind this FDA? Uh, reach, overreach for control. I asked my patient to, who's retired to uh, go through the Freedom of Right Acts to see if they can get uh, dig deeper and why the FDA has done this. And she goes, I'm not a lawyer. She goes, I tried a couple days and you have to fill out all these forms. She goes, I quit. She goes, I just I better get an attorney oh, wow. to wow. do it because it's very complicated. So yes, there is something called the Freedom of Right Acts, but you have to you have to be you have to read the mumbo jumbo and uh, sign. So we don't know. Get it done, but uh, I don't know. But there is a lot of conspiracy theories. Um, could it be Big Pharma trying to uh, maybe get one of these peptides into a drug? Um, mm. I have no idea. I mean, we could talk about conspiracy. Right. So, I've heard many. What other? So, yeah, I guess there, I mean, we use, uh, it's been a, a really um, important uh, use uh, in our practice. Well, you know. Uh, that has helped so many people. Yeah, I, I don't know if TA1 is on that no. list, but we no. use that. Um, all of our, most all of our patients were on that during COVID and out of our patient base, less than 1% um, got COVID. And out of those, only one or two actually had to be hospitalized. Um, and I largely attribute that to obviously the other things we do to boost their immune system. But I think that TA1 in particular played a significant role in that. And then we have another um, protocol that's, uh, it's a power pack of uh, things, but TA1 is in it that actually resolves uh, the symptoms of COVID in, you know, what, three, four days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that, and that was my own, I guess my own doing because it, I, 
when I got COVID, I did not get vaccinated. And uh, when I got COVID, I was symptomatically uh, fairly impaired. And so I said, well, uh, I'm going to put together a combination of peptides to and see see if I can address this. And I put the, the thymosin, uh, the GHK, TB4, and... Um, uh, what in the viral punisher? Yeah, methagabalamin and NAD and yeah, yep, yeah. So a number of strongly anti-inflammatory and immune immunostimulant combination in there, and it worked fantastically. And uh, we, it had, since uh, we use it for an antiviral um, approach, and it works very well. I think it's also been helpful for certain people that have had um, long alleged long COVID, long COVID yeah. symptoms. So, so it would be significantly tragic, yeah. yeah. Quite frankly, well, I think uh, to go there's a multi approach. We we have clinical peptide. I'm co-founder of Clinical mm-hmm. Peptide Society. We have International Peptide Society um, that's more with A4M and Dr. Seeds Group, and I'm meeting with them all together, and I have meetings with them. We're, we're using a multi-pronged approach to basically uh, basically address certain issues. And with International Peptide Society, uh, we're trying to get uh, them to help Dr. Well, actually Terry from Brooksville to get the uh, USP monograph for Thymus Alpha 1. So that uh, if, if that gets done, then all the states can use uh, basically well, That would be awesome. One. That's, uh, but hopefully we get other... Um, um, peptides uh, with their monographs, but it, it takes a lot of money, and it's you know whatever you can donate to save peptides, um, it's going to cost money. And uh, anyway, it's uh, um, you know I can go on all these podcasts and you know tell everyone to please sign, and it's helping. Uh, but uh, we also need donations there too. So all right, cool. Is there any? And you know, there, you know, I, I have an opportunity to speak to the Fountain of Life, which Fountain of Life, which is a huge, um, basically, clinic with uh, t- uh, Tony Robbins and all that. But they have multiple billionaires. So the thing is that um, you know, a billionaire could just fly across the ocean and pick up their own peptides and fly. Well, that's very self-serving. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I know. But hopefully, they can help us. Uh, and help help society, and so that we help the help everyone here that really depends on. Well, and that has good medical guidance and uh, good decision making behind it. I think that's that's important. So you know, you, you know, because yeah. the um, the bodybuilding kind of uh, people they've been using peptides for years, and and you know, probably um, they're you know they're acquiring them from somewhere, but. Um, a lot of times when uh, I see patients like that that come in that have been using them themselves without guidance, they've had uh, a number of side effects and and or untoward outcomes that they probably could have avoided had they had good good guidance with their usage. So we want the FDA to still be around so that we can get our peptides through an FDA-registered 503A compounding pharmacy so they have a sterile room. Everything's done legit. Because if this gets all shut down, people are going to go on the Internet, and uh, unfortunately there's going to be some shady 
business on the internet. Someone's going to cut corners, and if there's some deaths with it, then the whole peptide thing is going to go down. And that's why the FDA is going to say, "You see, you know, that's why we want to ban peptides." But it's not. Peptides are bad. It's, it's just how they make it, and especially if you're injecting, you want it to have it sterile. And、uh, that's why we, when we teach our cl- class to healthcare providers, we endorse、uh, to get it through an FDA five hundred three A compound pharmacy,、Absolutely. and not to buy it on the internet. Cool.、Um, is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know? We have a chance to win. We definitely do.、Um, this is the time to、um, basically、uh, really commit. And if you have connection to senators, to,、um, to any state representatives,、uh, to governors,、uh, please let us know.、Um, it's it's、uh, connection is everything in life.、Um, and、uh, the thing is that.、Uh, And if donations, lobbyists,、um, anything can help. If if you if you know how to do a patient registry,、uh, that can help us because we need long term follow up for peptides because、uh, FDA will probably require that. Like you know how many you know all these people are write, writing these scripts. How many side effects are you getting with thymosin alpha one? In my head, I have none, and probably in your practice, probably none. But we like we you have to record it. Um, anyway, it's 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 something that we should have available, and that was that's been our dream to have a patient registry. So,、um, anyway, I, I'm just here to kind of help other people to save peptides.、Uh, I've never wanted to be in this position to、uh, to be an activist, but、uh, I, we need all the help we can get.、Uh, I, I don't have a secretary. I don't have receptionists. I mean, I do have receptionists in my office, but. There's,、uh, you know, if you have free time and you want to fight, contact us at.、Uh, you can contact me at info at dredwinlee.com.、Um, I'm in Orlando, Florida, and、uh, anyway, if you have connections, especially to Governor DeSantis or Dr. James Latipo. That'd be fantastic. Okay, great, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, listener. We'll have the links available somewhere around, so you can and、um, click on them and go to those sites and help out if you can. Particularly if you are somebody who has benefited from、uh, the use of peptides, you should definitely、um, participate and ensure that other people have the same access to the care that you did. So I hope you guys found this informational and.、Um, Take action. Don't wait. And until next time. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing to Your Infinite Health. I'm Dr. Tripp, and I'm Lynne. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it. <laughs>